I was thinking about making a controversial magazine cover of Miette's bedtime story podcast. And that controversial magazine cover would feature me in some sort of roughly lingerie thing lying flirtily on the bed with the headphone cord wrapped around my upper thigh suggestively. And you get the picture. And in that dream, that'd be the magazine cover. And then somebody would call it tasteless and be offended. And then I would become the leader of the free world and then immediately ban anything that wasn't tasteless or offensive. And maybe even hold a summit about the value of tastelessness and offense. Which is a surefire platform, actually, and I wonder if there's still time for me to jump into the race. Good evening. It's Tuesday, the 15th of July, 2008, and it's Mead's Bedtime Story Podcast. The Self-Contained Compartment by Michael Goldstein At the stroke of nine, he entered the room, and without turning on the light, began to undress. Then, as if remembering something, he began to dress again. He had noticed, in this time of forgetting and remembering, that something had stirred in the lower bunk, and he could see this stirring through the dimness. It could not be Joseph, for Joseph's was the top bunk. It was his own bunk then. But Joseph's bunk was made. He moved stealthily towards Joseph's bunk, which most concerned him. He knew already that his own was occupied, hence his interest in Joseph's. Having reached Joseph's bunk, he avoided looking beneath, for he knew there was nothing more to discover except Joseph. He felt Joseph's bed linen and found it cold, and, what is more, empty. He thereupon closed the door on the room. He did not lock the door. He had only infrequently to unlock it, and he accepted that it was always Joseph who locked it, but never questioned Joseph on this matter. At the stroke of nine the next morning, he returned and unlocked the door, which to him meant that Joseph had returned and retreated. For if Joseph had not returned, it would be free as he had left it. So, Joseph must be out after returning, unless Joseph had locked himself in, which he never did. Meanwhile, he had undressed and entered his own bunk, which was empty, but warm. This meant nothing. For Joseph often sat on his bed to put on his shoes, and this Joseph might have done after returning and before leaving. He slept, or rather kept to his bed, 
both morning and night, for several days. On one morning, he thought he saw Joseph putting his shaving things away. On one evening, he thought he noticed Joseph above him. But he never thought or imagined that he noticed or saw anyone but Joseph. At last, after convincing himself that this could not be otherwise, he dressed and went, leaving the door unlocked as Joseph had done. For Joseph, as yet, had never locked him in. Later that evening he returned and, without turning on the light, began to undress as was his habit. Then, as if remembering something that he had failed to do before undressing, dressed again and left the room, locking the door. He wanted to think. If he was to share his bed, he wanted to think. For one night it was only slight inconvenience, but what if it were the beginning of many nights? But he could not sleep with this nagging thought, so indeed for that night he decided not to seek sleep. That evening, much later, he returned not to sleep but to discover he did not unlock the door and prepared to undress. He knew that Joseph had returned and not retreated, for the door was unlocked. And if it was Joseph, then Joseph had told him nothing. And if Joseph had told him nothing, then Joseph preferred to tell him nothing, for Joseph never concealed anything from him by pure whim. In all cases, he could act as if, by mutual consent, he knew nothing. Unless Joseph knew nothing either. But this did not occur to him. So saying, he climbed into his bunk. The fact that his bunk was occupied did not prevent him from falling to sleep at once, for he was very tired and a natural man. However, on the morrow, while shaving, he noticed that Joseph's bunk was occupied, doubtless by the same person who had previously filled his bed, if it was not Joseph himself. On the assumption that he knew nothing and did not want to know anything, this being his latest discovery, he decided that any further discovery could, in no manner, be enlightening. So, before leaving the room and the occupant, he inspected closer and found that she was not Joseph. He left the room, leaving the door unlocked. At the stroke of nine that evening, he returned, and without turning on the light, undressed, and remembering everything,
climbed into Joseph's bed. This cannot go on, said Joseph.